Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I present a new topic that is of interest to all runners. Welcome to episode 96 of Martha Runs the World. We're talking all about healthy holiday eating, and I'm not talking about starvation or depriving yourselves or some really silly tips or going crazy or any kind of wild diet. I'm talking about saying things that we can do to maybe not make it as bad as possible. And I don't mean bad, food should not be negative, but not make it so that next year we've all of a sudden gained 10 pounds. And wouldn't that be nice to start the year not gaining weight, maybe lose weight, or at the very least, stay the same weight? That would be great, I think. <laughs> very different from most years. It's a war zone when it comes to healthy eating during the holidays. If if you're trying to even stay relatively healthy, if you're trying to to stay sane and not go gonzo over every every yummy, fattening, and super sweet bit of food, it can be extremely hard to stick on a healthy way of eating. I hate the word diet because diet is so temporary and strict. A way of eating is, a, is for me, a better way to put it. Eat healthy as a lifestyle choice more than just something you're going to be on until you lose weight. I'm going to give some help. So far, I've lost about mm, about 14 pounds. So I'm getting there. I said, I've got a ways to go, but I'm getting there. And I'm going to give you a little help so that it's not so stressful for any of us. And I put myself in this because it's a dangerous place for me too. So I'm right there with you. So, But I'm going to give a little help so it's not so stressful or out of control that it could be. You know, if we're conscious about the traps that we could fall into, maybe we can avoid a few of them. Just maybe. (laughs) Okay. A good rule of thumb is to have fun, but don't let yourself go completely crazy. I get in my most trouble when I just let my mind go and say, oh, whatever, you know, what the bleep, whatever. I'm just going to just have fun with it and just let it go. That is when I get into my most trouble. And that is when the pounds come on. And after two days, I've realized I've gained five pounds overnight, seemingly. Yes. So I have to be careful about that. I, I can't eat with abandon. I have to be conscious. There's nothing wrong with being conscious and understanding everything that we're doing all the time. And we were supposed to, we're a lot, we're awake, right? When we're awake, we should take note of every moment. I think there's this really incorrect philosophy or attitude, I don't know if it's a philosophy, but it's an attitude that thinks that we can't have fun if we just don't let loose 100%. And that's not true. We can have a lot of fun without just completely abandoning our way of eating. We can still have fun and still be mindful of what our intake with our food is. There's no reason that we can't still watch what we eat and have a great time. There's absolutely no reason why we can't do both. Along those lines, it's okay to enjoy a cookie or a cup of hot cocoa, or if you drink booze, a drink. The trouble is, is that when you go for more and you have a box of cookies, 
which really isn't that hard to have. Trust me on that. Or a ton of drinks or a lot of something. That happens when we're not conscious of what we're doing. Another thing that is just as important is trying to understand our feelings this time of year. Our emotions are a big part of why we eat or overeat during the holidays. The holidays are not the most positive time for everybody. It brings up a lot of things, a lot of history, a lot of memories, Not maybe not all good. It brings up a lot of things we're missing, maybe sadness, maybe anxiety, stress, anger sometimes, loneliness, bitterness. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff underneath the surface, you know, on the surface it's, yay, happy times, la, 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 la. But under, this, under the surface, there's all this stuff bubbling there that we don't see. But we all, but not all of us, but some of us may feel. Not all of us are that happy during this time or are happy all the time during this time. There's a lot of stuff there that we have to deal with. And so... Knowing what our emotions are and knowing how we feel at certain times and how those feelings may trigger what we want to eat is super important. And it ties into being conscious. All the medias and society bombards us with how we're supposed to be this time of year, how perfect the holidays are supposed to be, how we're supposed to be all happy and joyful all the time and spend all this money and blah, 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 blah. Well, maybe not. We're not like that. Who is like that? Nobody's like that. No family is like that. Every family has trouble. Every family has stress. Every person has stress. Even if you don't have a family, you have stress. A lot of us don't have families. A lot of people don't have this big warm family embracing them. A lot of people can't be with their families or choose not to be for some, for many good reasons. It's And so, so it's very easy to turn to food or other substances for comfort. I mean, it, it, it's, it's like a pacifier or a drug. It, it makes it feel better for at least a little while. It takes away the pain, right? And food can be used that way. I have used food like that. I, I always say I'm 15 and a half years uh, sober from alcohol, but I, you know, sometimes I have used food to um, satiate my feelings and that's not a really good thing. So, you know, I got to be more aware of that and I'm trying to be more aware of it and recognize when my feelings take over my eating rather than I'm hungry. Am I hungry or am I just angry or am I just feeling sorry for myself? Am I feeling sorry for myself because of things coming up or uh, do I really want to eat? Okay, for example, I'm the new kid at my job. My job is in is in healthcare and it's where I work is open 365 days a year. So we have shifts that we don't have holidays off. No, we work holidays if that's part of our shift. So I'm working Thanksgiving, I'm working Christmas, I'm working New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Well, yeah, they they are on my shift, so that's what I'm working. So I'm not that thrilled about the holidays this year. So I'm a little sad, I'm a little depressed and and just kind of bummed about the whole thing. But 
the alternative is that I was out of work for seven months. So I'm kind of torn. I'm very happy to have a job and I kind of like my job, but I don't really want to be working then. So there's, there's this battle, almost kind of stressful battle I'm going on here. So I guess I'm happy to have a job. We'll be right back. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG, and we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Absolutely. Yes, I am very, very happy to have my job. I'm very, very blessed to have a job. And it's a great job. But I'm still kind of sad that I can't be with my friends and that I can't do the turkey trot race. Well, not that we have it. It's it's virtual like everything else this year. But still kind of sad that that's not happening and that I won't be able to have my usual Thanksgiving or my usual Christmas. So there's a lot of things going on. But other people have other things going on with, you know, they're, maybe they, they don't get along with their families or there's problems or they're separated from their families for whatever reason. So, you know, there's just there's a lot of things going on there. And um, if you're aware of what makes you turn to food instead of eating for health reasons, then at least you're aware of the emotions that are causing it and you can work towards doing something else or trying to heal and, and work through it and not do that anymore. I remember a few years ago, a few years, it's been a lot longer than that. I've been so clean and sober 15 and a half years. So it must it must have been maybe, maybe 17, 18 years ago. I remember one year I drank my way through Christmas and I was very unhappy about everything that year. And I just didn't want to see anybody. I just wanted to drink through the whole thing. At that time, I would go to a friend's house for Christmas. But I lied and I said I was doing something else. I was going away with other friends that year for Christmas. So I completely made it up. And I stayed in my apartment. And it was raining the whole time. So it was pretty easy to hide away. And I just drank for like three days. <laughs> And, and was it fun? No, not really. It was kind of, I mean, I was hung over for a long time. But these horrible feelings wouldn't go away. And I had to, I had to push them down somehow. <laughs> and I did with alcohol. And so that was not successful. A couple of years later, I got clean and sober. And I learned how to, how to work through that pain and to bring it out of my system and to get rid of it so I don't have that anymore. And I hope you don't suffer from from that kind of pain. And if you do, there are amazing organizations that can help you. And I'll put a few of them in the show notes so that if you need them, they're there for you, okay? And you can always email me because I will be, help you if you need it, all right? I'm always here for you. When I did research for this show, I looked up some lists on some tips on healthy eating during the holidays. And I just wanted a few basic 
common sense, logical things to do. I didn't want the silly things that you would get maybe from Self Magazine, something really weird. And I found a couple silly ones that I wanted to share with you before I got to the real list. Some of them are just really useless, and here's a couple of them. Don't stand next to the food table at a party. How many people are even going to parties right now? Come on. And if we do, and if you do go to a party, are you really going to pay more attention to the food than the guests? If we do go to a party and we're looking more at the food than we are talking to the guests, that's a pretty crappy party, if you ask me. I mean, I'd leave a party if I was so bored that I was more interested in the food table than I was the guests. If you're at a at a party and you're more interested in pigging out at the food than you are talking to the people, even if you're next to the food table, that's a problem. Maybe either you need to socialize more or you need to go to better parties because when I go to parties, or it's been a long time since I've been to a party, but when I used to go to parties, I never ate food because I was too busy talking to people and having a good time. Even if I was next to the food table, no, I would, I would rather talk to a person and get to enjoy, get into a good conversation than eat something. That that was never my big problem. Was eating food at a party? No, that was never a big problem. <laughs> Drinking, yes, <laughs> but not eating. All right. Uh, only eat veggies at a party. What? Okay. If you're vegan, that's wonderful. But no, if you're everyone else, why are you going to limit yourselves? No, 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 no. Okay. Dance a lot at the parties you go to. All right. Well, if you like to dance and if there is dancing, that's, oh, that's neat. That's a good exercise. But for a lot of us who are not very good dancers, or if you if we happen to dance like Elaine from Seinfeld, please, no, do not do this. <laughs> Just avoid that. Avoid that and don't do that. You know, and then this one, I, I always love this one. I always hear this one from people who are either pushing protein shakes or or fasting or that kind of thing. You know, they're, they're always trying to do something um really unhealthy. And I I don't like that at all. Replace one or two meals with protein shakes or soup. That's big no for me. I I, first, I don't like protein shakes, except for maybe as a supplement. I I never replace a meal with a protein shake because it just, it's not what I do. I like real food. The only time I really have protein shakes is when I used to do a lot of lifting, or if I was going when I used to do really long runs and I was going like out for plus 20 milers and I'd come back and I want something really quick to, to have, I'd have a protein shake and that was perfect. But other than that, I, I just didn't, don't really have them at all. I might make a smoothie, but that's usually maybe the only replacement it would be, it would be for breakfast. Um, not for lunch because I need, I need real food, not liquid and soups, okay, soup would be good only if it's like real hearty soup, like like a stew or something with um, some some good whole grains in it or some meat in it or something like that. But I think they're thinking of something like, you know, um, butternut squash soup or carrot soup, something like that. And that's not going to fill me up. I, I just know, or that clear broth. Ooh, have bone broth for lunch. Yummy. That's not going to fill me up. So those, I think those days 
are long gone, especially after the lockdown. All the people who were on keto suddenly started making bread. So I think those days are over, <laughs> at least for a while. <laughs> okay. But that's really enough of that silliness. Here are some real tips you can add to your strategy. And, and you realize there's no magic to this. It, it's common sense and it's logic and it takes time. It, it takes consistency, patience, and time. You have to, to put effort into it and you have to do the same thing every day or at least stick to it. Like I said, if you just want to maintain and not lose lose weight but not gain any weight, you know, you can give yourself a little bit more. You can give in a little bit more, have a few more treats. Just don't go hog wild. All right, so here we go. First and foremost, understand how you feel as you go through the holidays, as I've said already. This is really super important. If you're having a particularly rough day, like work was hell because you're, a client yelled at you or your boss was grumpy or you lost your house key or FedEx couldn't find your package make a mental note of how you feel. Say, okay, I'm having a bad day. All right. All right. Now I know that. Check, check bad day. Don't immediately run to the store and buy ice cream for dinner. No, let's not do that. Let's not go to Trader Joe's and buy those really delicious Christmas ho Jojo's. Oh my God, those are good cookies. But anyway, okay, let's avoid those. Avoid those completely. Let's keep to our way of eating because it's working for us. It's healthy. Let's write down what we need to have for dinner and let's stick to the plan. All right. Just don't let those bad feelings guide how you eat during the day because they will, they will, your mind will take over and your mind is not a good guide. (laughs) The feelings in your mind are not a good guide to make decisions on what you eat. No, no, you gotta, you've gotta say no. We're not doing that. We're going to stick to what we really need to eat, not what we want to eat. And this is the biggest hurdle for me. This I'm still working on it. I haven't gotten it down completely. And there are some days where I just, I, I just suck at it. I, I have to say, I, I'm not the best at this, and I'm working on it. I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at it. I can go to Trader Joe's and just buy healthy stuff. Yes, I can. (laughs) I can walk into Trader Joe's, avoid the cookies and the candy and all that stuff and just buy healthy stuff. I can do it. It's not the easiest thing in the world, especially this time of year, but I can do it. I work two days a Two days a week, I work 12-hour days, and I get off at 8 p.m., and I have just enough time to get to Trader Joe's at about 8.40, 8.35 at night before they close, and they close at night. And I love going shopping at that time because it's clear. There's never a line. There's hardly anybody in there. The um, the staff is all happy because they're almost all all. Uh, closing up for work. So they're almost ready to go. So I'm all in good mood and I can just go through and grab what I want. And I don't want to mess around and, and buy a lot of junk. I just want what I need. So I write down what I need and I get what I need and I get out of there. So that's like one of my favorite times to shop. So find a time and I'm too tired and I'm not hungry. That's, that's the thing too. I'm not hungry. I'm too tired to eat. So I just buy what I need for the next day, couple of days. 
All right. Where was I? Okay. Budget wisely. Think of your eating like your money. You only have a certain amount that you can eat during the day. You can't eat everything in sight. So figure out where what you're going to eat. If you have a, a dinner out, if your company is has a dinner, or if you're going out with a friend of yours, or something like that is coming up, or Thanksgiving is coming up, you know, well, Thanksgiving is a different thing. I'm going to talk, we'll talk about that the week of Thanksgiving. Anytime there's a special thing coming up, you're going out to dinner with a friend or something, or you, you have friends over or something like that, put aside some calories for that and and don't starve your other meals. Maybe just don't go crazy on your other meals and don't have extra calories on your other dinners that or, or your other meals that week. The next one is another tough one, but it's so worthwhile. It takes a few minutes for our stomachs to feel full. After you have your first helping, if you're at a buffet or at a place with really good food and you have your first helping, you've eaten it, and you, even if you want more food right away, give yourself a few minutes. Wait a little while before your second helping because your stomach isn't it is takes a little while to catch up to your brain. Your brain will say, I want more, but your stomach will say, come on, give us a break here. And your stomach will catch up and maybe you might feel full and you won't want any more. So just wait before you pile up a second plate full. And remember that the holidays are deeper than just food. It's about not just friends and family, but it's eternal love and if you believe in a religion, it's a religion, or the cyclical nature of Earth. I mean, all these things come into play now with the change of the seasons, right? The history of celebrations around the winter solstice are ancient and have been with us since we've been human. I mean, the desire to celebrate being alive in the dark and cold time of the year is nearly instinctual. We, the world grows cold and dark, and people need something to hang on to and to believe in to get through until the warmer, more productive months of spring. So there is something deeper in there, and, and the, the desire to celebrate and try to remain happy when all around is dark and depressing is, is within us. It's part of our spirit. So that's one of the reasons why we want to have all this food. You know, we want to stock up. But it's also, too, we want to say, hey, we're still here. We're alive. Yeah. Enjoy your food. Don't deprive yourself. If there's something that you want, get it. Don't start shoveling your food in. Stop. Eat a little slower. Pick something. Instead of eating 20 cookies that don't mean anything, eat one cookie that you really love and just savor it. Eat it slowly. Just love it and take your time. Don't eat 19 more. I know, easy to say, difficult to do, but we can do this. We really can. Don't skip meals. If you have a problem overeating, this could lead to, to other problems later on when you're extra hungry. So don't skip meals at all. If people say, oh, you should fast. No, 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 no. I'm really not into fasting. Go for a walk after eating a big meal. It doesn't have to be far fast, just a nice mile or two, relaxing after afterwards with the family member or a friend or by yourself in a nice place. Pick a beautiful place to park if there's a park that isn't too far of a drive nearby. 
or if you live on a nice quiet street or anywhere where it's just a nice place to go. Find new ways to move. You can find ways to be active inside. If you don't like the cold weather outside, if it's a blizzard or storm, big rainstorm, and you don't want to be outside, check out some yoga videos on YouTube if you like that. Or on the other hand, if you like that snow or if you're in snow country, try cross-country skiing outside. It's the best all-over cardio exercise there is. It's an incredible workout. I used to do that quite often, actually. It's very fun. Hard work, really hard. You really, really get a good workout in, but it's it's pretty fun. Make sure you get enough protein in because it helps fill you up. A lot of people, when they decide to watch what they eat, they cut back on protein, and that's a big mistake. Make sure you get enough. Get enough sleep. We we push ourselves a lot this time of year, and that's one of the things that we deprive ourselves of sleep. Enjoy one serving of your favorite dessert. Really, and I'm not really into those locale desserts. Take the sugar out of your dessert. Take no, no, no. You don't have to eat dessert all the time. You don't even have to eat dessert every few days. So once in a while, have a really good dessert that you love, your favorite dessert or one of your favorites. Just have it and enjoy it. Don't abandon your regular workouts. If you have to cut back, that's fine, but don't skip them. Don't skip them entirely, really. If, you, if you're scheduled to run 10 miles, but you run out of time, then run five or six, but don't skip them, really. You will regret it later. Go for a winter hike or run with your friends. Get a couple friends and go out for a hike. If you usually run together on the street, go for a hike on a trail. It's beautiful out, especially when it's cold like this. Go out in the morning and you won't regret it. And say no to food pushers. I despise people who push food on me. At one of the jobs I worked at, previously they just oh they wouldn't stop here i just made this here have some have some have some no i don't want any no you you should only have to say no thank you once and then they should stop once you say no thank you then that should be the end of it i really couldn't stand that and they would just think i think they just wanted to keep you they felt guilty about about being overweight and they wanted to keep everybody else overweight. I really think that's what it was. I think this whole guilt of being overweight was was part of their problem. And I really can't stand that. I didn't like the disrespect it was from those of us who were trying to eat healthy and have them push their food on us. It was like, no, it really was annoying. So say no to them. And that might be a problem and it might cause some hurt feelings, but at this point, I don't care. You know, I just, no. Um, stay hydrated. Make sure you drink enough water. That's another thing with the colder weather. We think we don't have to drink enough water, but it's not true. We have to drink plenty of water. And lose the guilt. No, no guilt. No guilt this year. Even if you do overindulge, if you do, and we will, we will once in a while, it's okay. It's all right. You still, you still have have to love yourself. You still have to care about yourself. We have to care about ourselves. We know that we're awesome people, and we know that it's going to be okay, and we're going to get through this. That's right. We are. We are. I'm going to be there right with you. Don't you worry. I'm right here. And I also 
I wanted to share with you a couple recipes that I have. I'm not going to go over the whole recipes on air because that would be dull. I'm going to put the recipes on the website so that you can enjoy them. They're two side dish recipes, and you can have them any time of the season here. You can have them all year if you want, but they're especially good for winter around this time of year. They're easy to make, simple to make, and they're really nice as, as side dishes, and they're healthy, so they're a nice change from all the really heavy food that we're going to have. One is a chopped salad, and this can be a main course or a side dish, actually, because there are uh, chickpeas in them, so there, there are beans in them, so there is protein. It's called, it's just a chopped salad, and you can change it up all you want, but my, it's just, it's an olive oil and red wine vinegar Dijon salad dressing base, which is my favorite. I love that more than, a good vinaigrette is my favorite, and nothing beats a good vinaigrette as far as I'm concerned. It has romaine hearts, cucumbers, fennel, which is one of my favorite vegetables in the world, and it's one of the most underrated vegetables in the world. Red onions, uh, some parsley leaves, some fresh basil leaves, both of which I have fresh at home, and then a can of chickpeas. And you just chop everything up and put it together, and then with this dressing, it's just amazing. It's really good salad. It's really yummy. It keeps for a couple days. Take it to work. Really nice, nice, refreshing, good salad that can be had anytime, and it takes about five minutes to put together. So it's very, very, and it doesn't cost much either. It's um, very nice. You can get your greens. Get all your greens and all your uh, freshness out of it when you have all that heavy food. It's really nice to have. And and like I said, I will put the recipe up on the website and you can see everything there. And the second recipe is roasted butternut squash with raspberry vinaigrette. I changed the recipe around. I used a raspberry vinaigrette, actually raspberry vinegar, apologize. I used raspberry vinegar and instead of the, uh, they had the original had a apple cider vinegar. Instead I used raspberry vinegar. And what it does is that, uh, you reduce it down until it's really thick or sort of thick. And it makes this wonderful vinaigrette and it gets very sweet. This, this raspberry vinegar becomes extremely sweet. When you do that, you combine that with with whole grain mustard and olive oil, a little salt. And in the meantime, you you roast butternut squash. They tell you to take the butternut squash, peel it, seed it, cut it. But we're all busy here. If you want to do all that work, you can. But if you want to be like me and go to Trader Joe's and buy a bag of cut squares of butternut squash, they're all set to go. You can do that too. I, I, Highly recommend that. Get the little squares that are all cut and then toss them with a little olive oil, a little salt, pepper, and roast them on roasting pans. And it doesn't take long because they're in these little squares. It might might take 15 minutes. You're going to roast them at like 400 degrees and they roast for like 10, 15 minutes. They do not take long at all. And then once they're roasted, and you don't want them to overcook because they get mushy, but then when they're roasted, you bring them with, um, with this vinaigrette and it's just really neat and it tastes good warm and it tastes good cold. It's just a 
delightful side dish. It's a salad or vegetable dish. I, I'm not sure even what to call it, but it's really good. So I'll put these two recipes up there that you can have anytime, and I hope you enjoy them. Don't let the stress of the holidays get you down. It's hard for us. The holidays have been hard for me. Every year, it's, it's not an easy time of year for me. I have a lot of memories from when that I remember and the memories that I remember that are good are not right now, <laughs> as far as the holidays go. Yeah, you know, life is pretty good for me. I, I'm having a good time, but it's not because of Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever. No, those, those memories are from, for me are from long ago, not now. You just have to get by and make new memories. You have to do new things. And it's perfectly fine to be by yourself. Don't let anybody else make you feel bad. And I'm going to talk more about that in the Thanksgiving episode. I'm going to get more into things that we can do and stuff that can go on in Thanksgiving. And I'm going to go on a little small rant. So look forward to that. <laughs> Don't let things get get down, get you down too much because life does go on and we will go on. We will get through this and we don't have to gain a whole bunch of weight. We can get into the new year without that typical 10 or 15 extra pounds. You know, we, we gained that already in the lockdown. We lost it. And now I'm not gaining mine back. I don't know about you, but I am not gaining mine back. So let's do this. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you checking out my show and listening all the time. You guys are the best. You folks are the best, I should say. And if you want to check out all the links to the show, it you can go to MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. If you want to send me an email, you can do so at MarthaRunsTheWorld at gmail.com. And if you do go to the show... You can uh, check out Patreon and become a Patreon patron of the show at uh, maybe $2 a month, $5 a month, or $10 a month. You decide. And thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And until next week, let's tie up our shoelaces and go for a run.